The pandemic has pulled back the curtain on all of the labor women do inside and outside of their jobs, which can make life feel like working overtime. That's the name of a new NHPR series following six New Hampshire women as they move forward from what's been a very difficult year. 22-year-old Lydia Yen is the youngest woman in the series, and the pandemic loosening its grip on daily life is just one of the many transitions she's dealing with right now. NHPR's Ali Pham has her story in Pembroke. Lydia Yen's main unpaid job is something you might call family navigator. Take a trip to the doctor's office with her mom. My mom speaks English as a second language, and she can't understand them because they just use terminology that she does not hear in her everyday life. And so there's that language barrier and miscommunication. So what happens is that Yen becomes the translator, but not into her mom's native language, Acholi. While Yen was born in Sudan, she's been in New Hampshire since she was seven. Yeah, I don't even speak my native language. I literally simplify the words even further, something that the staff could do themselves. She throws out a hypothetical example. A doctor tells her she fractured her radius. So I would simplify it and say, um, like, part of that bone is broken a little. It's not just the doctor's office where Yen plays this role as navigator. Three of her six siblings are younger than her, still living at home, and she's been helping them and her mom access critical social services that have become even more important during the pandemic, like her mom's disability benefits or SNAP assistance. It's really stressful because it's almost like every week I'm hearing, hey Lydia, um, can you help me with this? But sometimes we miss deadlines and we go like an entire month without that assistance because I'm really the only one like helping her with that. And it's this role with her mother and family that's one of many transitions Yen is renegotiating right now. In March, she moved out of her family's home in Concord to her own space in Pembroke. We're looking at my blue couch. This is a couch, right? I don't know the difference between a couch and a sofa. This is my office. I designated an entire bedroom to it. The new apartment, blue couch and all, is just 15 minutes away from her family in Concord. And her mom, Yen says with a laugh, just told her she's coming over tonight. That's been happening a lot lately. Her mom just shows up. (laughs) She misses me a lot. (laughs) Like, this is her safe haven. If she's just tired of everyone, she just literally, like, shows up at my place, sits down, and then has me literally pour her a glass of wine and then complains about the other siblings. As Yen's relationship with her mom matures, she continues to juggle work and a budding career. Yen finished college in December, where she studied healthcare administration, which she picked in part because of watching the medical system fail her own family. Last year, she got a job as a caregiver for the elderly. There were parts of it she really enjoyed, like one woman who taught her new recipes and cooked with her. But then the pandemic hit, and work got a lot more stressful. Clients were supposed to wear masks, but... The majority of them didn't or refused to. So it put me in a tough spot because some of them just can't be left alone. Like, I just had to 
stay there and deal with it and make a complaint to the office. But the complaints never amounted to anything. And in the winter, Yen and her entire family caught COVID, although she's unsure if it was because of the caregiving. So we were quarantined for about a month due to that and really struggled financially during that month because um, at the time I was the only one who like had income because I used my sick days um, from my day job. Her day job being an internship as a grassroots organizer with the American Friends Service Committee in Concord. After that month, Yen returned to the caregiving work, but the overnight shifts became unbearably draining and exhausting, and eventually she quit. Now she's juggling the organizing job, work she really likes, with a new job at a hospital call center. I'm going to have a crazy schedule. I will go to work in the evening, come home, and try to get some downtime in before I have to go to bed. Living independently and making a little bit more money, Yen thinks that's what's led to the loss of her Medicaid coverage, something she was completely unaware of last time she went to the doctors. So I went to the appointment, and they asked, do you have health insurance? I said yes. Mm -hmm. And then literally like a week or two later, found out that I don't have health insurance, and it actually ended two days before that appointment. (laughs) So... Yeah, I have that bill to take care of, um, and I'm still, it's been a month, and I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to pay for it. Health insurance, bills, two of the stressors that mark adulthood. But for Yen, the longtime family navigator, they're also not new. It's just that now she's learning to manage it, all on her own. Allie Pham, NHPR News. You can hear other stories in NHPR's Overtime series and meet the other women we're following. Tell us about your experience with unpaid labor in the pandemic. Find it all at NHPR.org.